Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, everyone. Michael Anthony here. Van Halen, Chickenfoot, Sammy in the Circle. But anyway, you're listening to the only podcast that is dedicated to breaking down the entire Van Halen catalog one track at a time. And the podcast will rock. Ow! Hello, baby! What is up, all you rockers, rockettes, and everything in between? You have joined us for a new edition of And the Podcast Will Rock. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Thank you so much for being here. And if it's your first time, welcome. Hi, how did you find us? My guess is you like the band we're talking about. But what we do here is we discuss the catalog and discography of one of the greatest rock and roll bands of all time. One track at a time. I'm talking about Van Halen. You know the drill. I am your co-host, Mark Kamire. With me, as always, Corey Morissette. Corey, how you feeling this evening? I am tired. Today was leg day at the gym, Mark. So I, I'm exhausted. Oh, I, I need I need a pick can't me skip up. Legs. Can't can't skip legs. So I I knew today was leg day. And I knew I need to pick me up. So we had to go out and get just two of the best guests we've ever had in the history of the show. And I'm happy to say they both said yes for some reason, and they're both here tonight. Mark, give them one of your patented super cool intros. It's because they love us so much, Corey, and uh, we love them too. We're talking, of course, about one of, if not the fan favorite of the uh fan guests well actually she is now an honorary uh panelist because she's been on the show so many times and she because she is such a fan favorite give it up for kelsey van halen herself hey. what's up kels how you doing like i say always an honor to be here and i'm glad hey i'm glad that people love me as much as i love coming on the show so i'm happy to be here as usual just a diehard Van Halen fan to the core. I think that's probably why people really appreciate it. And uh, and we certainly appreciate you being on the show for that reason. Uh, but not to be outdone, never to be outdone, 
always, we get these uh, little comments about how we are not rock historians. We know nothing about this band that we're talking about. And you might be right, but that is why we enlist in the actual experts. And there's no better than the expert we have on the panel. Also an honorary panelist, Eric Sinich. What's up, Eric? Welcome back hey, to the show. A certified expert. I have my certification somewhere there here. I'll is. find you, it. Yeah, you have it. It's in there somewhere. <laughs> oh, we're the same well, Kevin's yeah. going to do you have a, a T-shirt, a podcast or rock T-shirt that'll say certified uh, expert on there. Yeah, there you go. There you yes. go. And, and, and Kevin, if you're listening, boy, that, that extreme song, Beautiful Girls, what a great tune, huh? He loves it. Woo! It's his ringtone now, I hear. I almost, I almost got into gonna... an accident laughing so hard. <laughs> we were just going to milk that for all it's worth. Oh, I mean, as well. Because... Love extreme and all, but yeah, that is, <laughs> that's like, you're... wow. I was thinking maybe Kevin's being a the little, choir. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. Kevin was was on the money, right? Oh right God, on that whole time. So. That's great. I'd say back to back. Listen to that, and then watch Dave doing his clown dances. <laughs> oh, Let's do that no, all. Nobody needs that. But I'll, I'll tell you what the people do need. They need to hear about what is going on in the world of Van Halen news. Uh, this is how we start the show every single time. And uh, normally, I throw it to Corey to basically read off what uh, what you, Eric and company, uh, put on your website at Van Halen News Desk. So why don't I just go to you directly, Eric? What cool, is man. going on in the world of Van yeah. Halen? I think you guys left off last time. Did you mention Sammy getting the the, the star in Hollywood? Yep, you did mention that. We did. I think yes. that's where you left off. So then we then we posted Wolfgang's uh, latest single, "Take a Bow." Mm-hmm. Did you? I think you mentioned that. Am I? We did mention that in the Frankenstrat oh, yeah. solo. Worth that, mentioning yeah. again. Holy <laughs> shit, that's a great song and the solo, man. And Michael Anthony was saying he's telling Eddie Trunk. On Eddie Trunks, he's got a new uh, show on YouTube that rocks. And even Michael Anthony was like, he 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 got like you know the goosebumps. Like it was like he was channeling Ed. He goes, "That's exactly what Ed would play over that music." Yeah, exactly. Uh, Neil Sean, it's in there, you know. Yeah, this segment needs a little music. I think. All right, go ahead, Eric. Oh, there it is. Yeah. All around the world. You just need a little music bed to do the news over top. Uh, Go ahead. Oh yeah. Neil Sean paid tribute to Eddie. (laughs) Somewhere out in the distance of Canada in the wilds in the frozen wasteland, there's a Kevin Brown (laughs) screaming. (laughs) Um, Neil Sean paid tribute to Eddie, which was really cool. You guys see that? Yep. Uh, Yeah, he was just jamming on uh, one of Ed's uh, EVH guitars. Uh, and, And Mikey going through the entire Van Halen catalog, he's ready for a tribute. If it happens, he's ready to go. He's going through every single song from from all the albums he's he was on which is uh 12 what is it it's 12 albums i believe 13 Uh, do do you you count three he was on two tracks on van halen three um yeah it's late at night my math isn't good but we (laughs) yeah but i don't think he's counting those either (laughs) yeah but he's yeah he said he's going through all of it and he's ready if it happens because he mentions this, especially on Eddie Trunk's show, do you, do you think he's got an inkling? Maybe he heard something from someone in the camp that says this could happen? Mm, yeah, hard to say. I mean, my, Mike's really he's good with keeping things secret, if that's the case. Um, who knows? Who knows? It's 12, though. You're at seven with Dave, four with Sammy, one with Gary. But yeah, that'd be cool, man. If 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 it happens, Mikey's ready. Um, and before I get to the top, the, the Van Halen six pack, when I just put up yesterday, Wolfie debuted Take About Live. 
Uh, it's not the greatest recording, but it's good enough just to see that that he, you know, it's the first night he played it, which was in Portugal. And it's just as good, if not better live. Uh, and then t- and then tomorrow, I was telling Corey before we uh, went live with with everyone, I think we were on with the Patreon supporters, but <clears throat> Darren Paltrowitz of the DLR cast, he's been on your show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and has a book on Dave coming out in the fall on David Lee Roth. Uh, he shared a great uh, quote from um, the guy from Bill and Ted, uh, Alex, Alex Winter. Winter. Alex Winter. Yeah, Alex was on the Paltrow cast, Darren's podcast. And Darren's mm-hmm. great because he always sneaks in a VH question. And, of course, Bill and Ted, you know, like I think it was in the first one where they talk about Van Halen and how Eddie's like the god. So uh, he's... he's he, It'll be up tomorrow. You can read it. But basically, Eddie was going to be in that last one. He, he agreed to be in the last Bill and Ted movie, oh, uh, but man. was sick. And and he said, Alex, all three films, they would just they would ask Eddie and, and the band, you know, do you guys want to be on primarily Eddie and Eddie always passed. And this time around, he was going to do it. So the scene where you see Dave Grohl, where they they're, they're in Dave Grohl's house and Dave Grohl's like, what the hell are you doing in here? Uh, that was supposed to be at at his house. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that, I mean that, that that's a great scene in that movie. It's probably yeah. arguably uh, one of the better ones. Uh, and I like the movie. I didn't. I didn't think it was too. too I didn't bad, see but, it. Uh, yeah. It's all right. Yeah. It's it's a it's a, a fine conclusion to that series. But man, that would have hit so much harder if so that had cool. been Eddie's place. That that is, Eddie. That's such yeah. a shame. No offense to Dave Grohl whatsoever. I love Dave Grohl. No, and I'm Come glad on. if it wasn't Eddie, Dave Grohl. Like yeah, yeah. You know, he's like he's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm like yeah. I love Dave Grohl. So. Yeah, without a doubt, it just would have been so that's cool. That's a fun fact. If it was yeah. Ed, <laughs> yeah, a little sneak preview because it doesn't go up. I think I timed it to go up at like 9 a.m eastern time tomorrow so you'll see it there and i wanted to embed that that clip of dave grohl but it's there on youtube but if you try to embed it onto the website it, it's blocked the user says oh. you can't do it so but you'll see it on youtube if, you, if anybody watches <laughs> so but let's get to the thing i wanted to jump on real quick guys because i thought it was cool and i reached out to Corey. and Corey, you, you were saying you, you were already aware of it. in fact on discord there were some comments that people were making so it's basically asking for the uh it's, it's the van halen six pack because eddie trunk has this new show called that rocks and it's him jim florentine and don jameson and they used to have that metal show on vh1 classic so this is kind of like right. a spin-off of it and so before they had michael anthony on they just basically said you know what are your top six van halen albums and a lot of interesting responses <laughs> and some uh <laughs> mark you're gonna love it van halen three more than a few people had Van Halen three on their top six. In the, how about hey, that? I mean, if it works for them, yeah, that's great. Right, right. I mean, yeah. <clears throat> but how many of them were in like the top three of that six? Because uh, that we'll find out. Five. Yeah, okay. yeah, we'll find out. I'm going to go through them now. <laughs> and and Corey, you have the the comments on Twitter, so I'll start with what I got here on the VHND, and then you can share what you saw on there, and then we can all pick our top six. So uh, here's a VHND, Ron Simonetti. Uh, he's got Fair Warning at one, Van Halen one at two, 51-53, Women and Children first four, Van Halen two, five, A Different Kind of Truth at six. Um, mm. VH Red Rocker, so we know he's a Sammy fan. He's got VH one, Fair Warning, 1984, 51-50, OU812, For Unlawful Carnal Knowledge. Um... Uh, here's uh, EF 
E equals F flat. That's his name. Edward, Alex, Michael, David, Lee, and Roth. That's what he put for his one through six. <laughs> Very clever. Uh, let's see. Here we go. Ed Head, fair warning. Van Halen one, women and children first, 5150, balance, and Van Halen three. Oof. And somebody, Adam King, posted below another lover of three. Uh, Daniel Wissert. 5150 Van Halen self-titled at two for unlawful carnal knowledge fair warning balance 1984 uh Craven Moore had the first six in any in any order you like basically the uh the 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 Van Halen six pack is that's actually a name that's been affixed to those first six albums from the Dave era so we did get some of those comments like wasn't already established that it's the first six we get that but this uh okay edwill edwill canters or cantress fair warning 1984 van halen one van halen two different kind of truth women and children first uh let's see getting towards the end here okay vh1 this is from cowserfer k-a-u-a-i-s-r-f-r VH1, VH2, Women and Children First, Fair Warning, Diver Down. First time we got a Diver Down, 1984, and a chaser of a different kind of truth. Uh, let's see if we got any more here. Okay, Drew 48, VH1, VH2, 1984, Women and Children First, Fair Warning, A Different Kind of Truth. Different Kind of Truth's getting a lot of love. Uh, Scott Everett. You know, Scott, mm-hmm. 1984, the album that introduced me to the greatest band of all time, he adds. Number two, Van Halen, one, three, 5154, Fair Warning, five, Foreign Lawful Carnal Knowledge, six, Van Halen, two. Slowed some more comments. Brian, one, Fair Warning, 84, Women and Children First, two, and again, a different kind of truth. Uh... Cheese Booger. That's his, that's his name. Mark, is that your burner account? <laughs> yeah, that's my burner account. <clears throat> you got me. Yeah. Van Halen 2 at the very top. Fair warning. 1984. Oh, wow. Women and children first. 5150. Four unlawful. That's six. I'm really happy to see how many people are including fair warning. I would, that's really surprising to me. Which is interesting you, you bring that up because... Um, I'll, I'll, I don't have it in my six, but I feel like I should, but I'm going to explain why I don't. Fair enough. And I'm going to get hate for this. Let's see. Oh, well, somebody just put the first six Dave albums. So (laughs) I I was looking at your, yeah, on the Twitter account, 90% of the people did that. The only one I wanted to read off Twitter before I get into the discord was uh, Pat Wilson put Van Halen three, six times. And then put Gary Sharon, <laughs> number one singer. Oh, Jesus Christ. Number one Gary fan. <laughs> Rock, and, <laughs> Rock and Ron VH. Um, he goes, the best six. Is that a trick question? Let's see. VH1, VH2, Women and Children First, Fair Warning, Diver Down in 1984. <laughs> he said, let's see. Yeah, that's pretty easy. Scroll down, scroll down. Oh, that should be it, I think. So what do you got on Twitter, Corey? Well, uh, well, I was like, Twitter is kind of pretty much all the ones you just read, plus a, a, a few goofy ones. I, I wanted to go more to, to our Discord server because that's okay. the, the our uh, and the podcast, the Rock Patreons are on there talking about their top six. Uh, Scott 
Manifesto Monroe, uh, his uh, top six were uh, Van Halen 1, Van Halen 2, Fair Warning, Diver Down, uh, For Unlawful, and Balance at number six. So, hmm. Yeah, Balance. My man. Pretty cool. Pretty yeah, cool. Well, a, it, it, you can make the argument Balance is their best-sounding best album. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, the the it, it did not well, and make don't, my six. Don't though, tell me something like that. Yeah, no, me too. Mine didn't. That's like right on my yeah my edge. Right. Yeah, Let, let's go with uh, Jeff Brewer here. Uh, in approximate order, Van Halen one, Fair Warning number two, 1984 number three, Women and Children first number four, Van Halen two number five, uh, fifty one fifty number six, and then a seventh. I guess right close to fifty one fifty, he had four unlawful carnal knowledge. So mm-hmm. ah. pretty good list there, Ryan Powell. Uh, he has for unlawful number one. I think that was the album that got him into uh, Van Halen. Uh, Fair warning number two. Balance number three. 1984 number f- is fourth. Uh, Van Halen one fifth and fifty one fifty sixth. So definitely more of a Sammy guy. There's we haven't had a lot of OU eight one twos. I don't even know if we've had any. OU8. I don't know if we've had any. Yeah, like it's. Uh, I've, I've been going through these lists quite a bit, and I don't recall seeing a, an OU eight one two. Uh, Kevin Brown, that cranky fucker who doesn't like extreme. Um, he put basically in order uh, 5150. He, is, he just cannot live on this stream today. <laughs> Usually he's lurking too. I, I, I'm hoping he comes in here. Well, that's uh, why. That's why he yeah. can't live because he's not here. That's right. <laughs> as soon as he pops on the stream, as soon as he yeah. pops on the stream, I'm, I'm playing Beautiful Girls again. So just, just so you know. God. Uh, his top six. Burn. Oh, his top yeah, six. Yeah. What, is, what does he have? Uh, 5150. Women and Children First, 1984, Van Halen One, uh, For Unlawful, and Fair Warning. Okay. okay. Kevin's a podcast. Kevin is a podcast whore. I've heard him on on, on the Sean McGinnity's podcast. I've heard him yep. here. I mean, for God's sakes, Kevin. And him and He's I are trying starting to keep a new up show. with Corey. <laughs> <laughs> him and I are starting a new one. It's dropping in a couple of weeks. So. Yeah. What's that going to be on? Oh, we haven't really announced it yet, but it's it's on a band. It's a deep deep dive into Van Halen three. Is that what it's going to be? Exactly, just Van Halen three. (laughs) Oh Lord, we we talk about once for like six episodes. Oh no, I know it's a Gordon Lightfoot. It's all about Gordon Lightfoot. Every episode. That's right. (laughs) Episode one, the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. It's going to be great. Block. I I got one more list here. One more. uh, Okay. Pear Lineker. Uh, number one, his top album, Van Halen 2. Uh, I like this guy. Fair warning, number two. OU812, number three. Hey. There's our first OU812. Balance, number four. Van Halen 3, number five. And a different kind of truth, number six. Okay. And Blood he, and he Fire said, should have been the first single on A Different Kind of Truth. Man, I thought so, but Mark was not a fan of that one for some oh. reason. Yeah, Kevin was a little creeped. Explained it on the Kevin show. Was a, he, Kevin was a little creeped out by the. I told you I was coming back. <laughs> Say you miss me. Yeah. What, what's your safe okay. word? That's yeah. That, that's just naughty. That, that's not consensual anymore. <laughs> no. Dave, Dave should have added the okay, like he does in the podcast. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I want to know everybody on the call here. What were your uh, Van Halen six packs? Let's start with Kelsey. Kelsey, oh, why don't you give us your top six? What do you got? Well, hold on. I wrote this down, so let me get it up. Okay, here we go. So this is anyone who knows me, anyone who follows me, this is no surprise. My number one is Fair Warning. I love Fair Warning. I I will go to the ends of the earth to defend this album. I love this album so much. Things I wrote down are 
it's super creative and it's really non-commercial and it obviously, it obviously performed that way as well. And, um, but I really feel like this album, it really showcases like everything that Van Halen has to offer, not only musically, but also production wise. And, um, like, I think like it shows, hold on, what songs did I write down? Oh, it's like, so this is love like super like out of the blue for like anything that Van Halen does that bass riff in the beginning. And just the way it's kind of like, and the way that Eddie's like, like it's super like groovy. And that's like, we don't really hear anything like that in the first, like maybe dance the night away, but like nothing that Rick, like really deep into that kind of vibe. So that one, and I put center swing on here as well. Like as a good, as a good, yeah. Another one, like a really great, like it's a huge, I think this album is a, like a really good showcase of what Van Halen is and what Van Halen has to offer and like how heavy they can go, how light they can go, how well David can write his lyrics, how well Eddie can play rhythm and lead. Like, you know what I mean? And so, yeah, that would be number one. My, my notable like tracks from this are dirty movies. Duh. Um, hear about it later, that opening. And like when Eddie's guitar roars through the intro, like, there's nothing else like listening to that. And then mean street, of course. And, um, like all those and like, and obviously like unchained is another really good one. Like I think it's it's very core, like raw and like, it's just really good Van Halen. (laughs) (laughs) I like, this is the album I like show people. I'm like, listen to this one. And then, cause this really shows them as, as a brand, as like a, as an artist and like, you know what I mean? Like, So that would be number one for me. Number two is Van Halen one. Cause obviously, um, I, I specifically wrote down with this album, where would rock music be? And where would Van Halen be? Because like this album, I remember my dad literally telling me, he's like the first time I heard that album, no one had ever heard anything like eruption. And he's like, people were listening to it and were like, Holy, like, who is this guy? Like, and so I think like, dropping that album first it's very it's very raw heavy we don't give a fuck like we're van halen and so like i think this is a really great album to drop first and kind of showcase like what they're about it wasn't like it really didn't stray too far from like really heavy rock and like like heavy guitar music and which is like obviously like i think like i said i think it's a really great album for their first album and um it really kind of showed you like what they're about um i'm the one on fire and obviously eruption like those are my top three that i would like show someone off this album like i think i think on fire is like one of the it's so tight and it's so fast and it's so good (laughs) like i just think it's just it's like like anyone says like what's good music i'm like this like this has every element of a great song and of a great band and like just they they know what the hell they're doing and they show you that in their first album you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So preaching to the choir. Yeah. My number three is 5150. Um, the ones I wrote down on this was Love Walks In, because I think I think that song, like another, like shows a whole nother side of Van Halen. And I think I think that's what this album does, obviously, because there's a new singer. And but I think I always tell people this, like, I think 
Sammy joining the band really opened doors for Eddie creatively that he had never really, con- I mean, he considered like obviously keys and stuff, but David was such a showman that he shot that shit down real quick. He was like, I want guitars or not even really not even that. Like he, you know what I mean? Like he wasn't really allowing Eddie to expand himself the way that he could. And I think Sammy really did that. Cause Sammy's also, I always tell people David's a front man, Sammy's a musician and like, which like neither good or bad for either of them. Like, I just think they're both good in their respective rights. And um, like I said, I obviously, it shows you like this album shows a whole nother side of Eddie that we've never really seen. And um, like with his, I mean, we've seen, we saw it a little bit with his keys in 1984 and women and children first, but I think this was really like full fledged, like, Hey, well, and also it was a rebranding. So like, that's a whole nother, you know? So, but I think it was a very, obviously it was a very, good and successful rebranding um yeah so my another one is four unlawful um is that that's number four that's your um, four. so i i think this is one of their best pro- like produced albums and like his eddie's tone is i think at its best here like and i i, I really think it's like i don't know if that's like whether it was the production or Eddie himself, but I think it sounds so full. I think it sounds like, I think like Van Halen one was like his original tone. He's like, this is, this is who I am. This is what I've got. But then uh, however much longer, it was almost like 20, 20 years after, right? I guess like, no, it was probably more like 15 after Van Halen one that this came out. And I think it just sounds like, you know, Eddie grew up a decade and he matured his sound. He matured the way that he likes to like the way that he likes to sound like outside of the studio. You know what I mean? So yeah. So the ones I would pick from here are pound cake judgment day judgment day's intro. Like you turn that shit on. You're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and then, yeah. yeah. Cause like, I remember, so I've told you guys the story before, but when I heard it on the podcast, that was my first time hearing it. And I was like, woo. <laughs> <laughs> It was a great first song to not be familiar with. Um, and also Sammy's vocals in, in this all over this album are un, are absolutely insane. So there's really nothing you can, I think. And like, I just think the band sounds so full matured and tight here. And I think you really can't get much better than that. And like, I don't remember reading about this time much in Eddie's book or even um, like the manager's book, but I don't know how tense things were here, but it sounds like they're on like everyone's on the same page. And that's why I really like this album. So number five is women and children. Um, this is, I feel like an extension of Van Halen one. Like I think it's so Van Halen one and Van Halen two, obviously I think it's so raw. I think it's so like, like fools, Romeo delight. Um, everybody wants some, I think those are just loud, hard rock songs. And I think they're so, they're so good. They're so good. Like if you just want to drive like 20 plus over the speed limit put these songs put this album on so good so so good um yeah i literally wrote fast loud we don't give a fuck music so and then my last one is 1984 um girl gone bad um panama hot for teacher so this technically was the album that got me into van halen panama was the first song that i heard so um i think I think this album could have been longer. I think there should have been more songs on it. I think it would have made it a better album. But I, other than that, like I said, we already got some bangers. 
but I think it was like, we're seeing a little bit of Eddie's keys in here. Like always, it was such a great song. And, um, like, I think you can kind of see where they're starting to tear apart, but it still sounds really good. Like David sounds really strong and like Eddie sounds like he's starting to break his creative barrier and, um, the drums and the harmonies of course always sound amazing. So those are my top six. That's a great list. That's a great list. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hell yeah. Scott Monroe in the chat says, Kel- or sorry, Jeff Brewer says, Kelsey needs to be on every week. So uh, <laughs> you got a full-time well, job, Kelsey. I got Well, yeah, technically. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Why don't we go to Mark Meyer next? I'm kind of curious, Mark, uh, how your top six uh, shaped up. I can tell you that it's, Whatever it has shaped to be at this very moment, I guarantee you will change uh, the further we go in the show and by the by the end of it. So uh, it might surprise you. Um, I'll just say right off the bat, uh, the the Roth era dominates the Sammy era uh, at this given moment. So mm. just putting that out there. Interesting. Um, uh, I don't have a lot to sort of comment on individually with the album, so I'll just tell you what they are because for various reasons. Right as as of right now, my top six. I'm looking at number six, OU812. Number five, women and children first, actually. Uh, number four, Van Halen two, um, which is kind of shocking that it kind of fell that far ahead, but it's still great. Uh, number three, 1984, of course. Uh, number two, though, fuck for unlawful carnal knowledge. Uh, and two. then at the number ones. Yeah, number two, because it, it just uh, was beat barely by, of course, Van Halen 1. Right. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Right. I And I, I specifically chose not to use uh, Best of Volume 1 because it just felt like a cheat. So, yeah. Uh, break it up right. into, into albums. So, yeah, that's yeah. that's where I'm at right now for my top six. Well, that's also a pretty good list. Kind of kind of some surprises on there. I'm surprised Balance didn't make it yeah. actually, Mark, because... It was I so close. I, yeah. It's definitely a top 10. <laughs> well, and that's the best. That's what I love about this top six thing, Eric, that you're doing because mm-hmm. you, nobody's wrong except that one person who put Van Halen three, six. Times. Yeah. Except you're, that guy. You're the only person that's wrong. <laughs> that's absolutely incorrect. Absolutely <laughs> wrong. You know how people say there's yeah. no stupid answers or no stupid there's questions? One. There's, there's that those one. Are six yeah. stupid answers. Six yeah. stupid answers. They never met Pat on Twitter with six Van Halen threes, but because it's so personal, right? And, and mine was, right. was kind of personal to me. I know I got a little grief in the Discord chat because I didn't have fair warning. Uh, fair warning okay. is my number seven. All right, I got to go. Bye, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, it alternates with women and children for me. Women and children, this fair week enough. I had it number six. I love women and children. Album. I just love that nice. heavier vibe to it. And they're, they're just like maybe the odd track on fair warning that I'd like a little less than the ones I do on fair. One foot out the door. Everyone say it. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) You caught me. You caught me. I still, I still upvoted it though. I like that track. Uh, Number five, I had uh, for unlawful a great, great album Uh, that end balance. Can you can make the argument are the two best sounding and uh, Kelsey, I love what you're talking about with Eddie's tone. Cause it it sounds that the guitars on that album are just insane. Mm-hmm. Like Judgment mm-hmm. Day, especially Pound Cake, uh, Run Around is my one of my all time favorite oh. songs. Period. Much less Sammy song. So mm-hmm. that's my yes. number five. Number four, Van Halen one. Uh, number three, Fifty One Fifty, uh, which does have probably my best, uh, my favorite Sammy track on there. Best of both worlds. Uh, love Fifty One Fifty. Number two, I had Nineteen Eighty Four. That's my intro uh, album to the band. I bought that in Nineteen Eighty Four when I was a wee lad of ten years old and. Uh, that got me into the group, so I love 1984. Number one for me is uh, Van Halen 2. Wow, uh, always been Ooh, always been my favorite yeah. Van Halen record. Wow, uh, 
top to bottom, there's no Actually, skips. I'm not shocked I, by that. <laughs> I I think the uh, the transition from Spanish flag to DOA is maybe the best oh, in rock yeah. and roll. Like when you're talking about cool, sequencing, yeah. yeah, to go from that nice acoustic to that dirty riff of DOA, mm -hmm. chef's kiss. It's absolutely fucking perfect. So that's yeah. my top six. Eric Sinich, did you just uh, cheap out and put every single album tied for one, or what did you do? <laughs> I didn't. Are you the Van Halen three six times guy? No, I didn't. Oh, this is I, burner. I didn't. I will say before I get my list, I remember to this day distinctly during my radio days when I mentioned on the air the Van Halen three was a bust. And this guy calls and he's trying to convince me that it's a great album. I, I'll never forget that because I, I thought about that when I started seeing these come up on lists. They're out there. They're people that yeah, love it. Absolutely. Apparently we so. love that record. So I, I made my list. I, I made it with the idea in mind of like a summer six pack. Like what, what six albums would, would you take with you to, hmm. to the beach? Yeah. Like for a, for a whole day at the beach, right into the nighttime, parting your ass off with your friends. That's I just want to get that. Which out is what that, Van, Van Halen is for. <laughs> yes. So th that's why I, I, I'm. That's why I, I don't have fair warning on there, and I I I really I hated to have to leave it off there, but I think of that as and like balance as more darker albums, more aggressive. Yeah. So like, do yeah. you want to party your ass off? Yeah, on chain you could you could use, but so I have at number six, uh, foreign lawful carnal knowledge. Um, you know, like sound top of the world. Um. Pound Cake, those are party songs. So I've got Four and Lawful Carnal Knowledge at six. At number five, I have to have the first album in there, even though you know I'm, I'm burned out on a lot of the radio singles, which pretty much is most of the album. But you have to have it in there because, again, if you're throwing a party, what's better than having Running With The Devil? Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Christ, I'm the one. You really, yeah, really got me on fire. You know, Kelsey was talking about. So that's number five. Number four, oh, you, eight, one, two. Nice. Um, I love that album. And I, I mean, there's some, there's ballads on there, but still it's, it's summertime to me. It feels so good as a summer song. Um, so I got that. And plus that was the album that really got me into the band. Uh, when I was 16, that album came out. Next is, uh, let's see. So that leaves me at six, five, four. At number three, Van Halen, two. Uh, you cannot go wrong with with beautiful girls. Um, not extreme. Real. No, the not real extreme. Beautiful girls, yeah. <laughs> I was wondering if he was yeah, just going to no, let no. that just just to clarify. <laughs> Van Halen too. Yeah, beautiful girls and dance the night away. I mean, shit, man, that just makes me want to get drunk right now. Uh, and now Indeed. the top, the top two. There you go. The top two are really difficult for me because <clears throat> I was going to put two at one, but I, I didn't, I have 5150 at two. And that's the album that turned me on to Van Halen. Like that's the album. When I first heard it, I got the goosebumps and I was, I, that's when I really became a fan. However, I have to put 1984 at one because it's when I became familiar with the band. I was 12 when it came out, remember it so well, the videos, etc. but it also, to me, it encompasses everything that was great about Van Halen, particularly the Dave era. Dave's personality is probably coming through more than ever on Hopper Teacher. Uh, Eddie is what he's doing on the keyboards and the guitar and just the overall songwriting. He is on top of his game. Uh, you got Jump, which is just 
perfection, pop rock perfection. You have, and then you have the stuff that's like more leaning towards the older days, which would be those last two tracks, like House of Pain, Girl Gone Bad, like real hard, nasty, you know, uh, raunchy Van Halen. Um, Drop Dead Legs, you know, Top Jimmy, the deep tracks. Uh, I agree with Kelsey. I wish there could have been more on there. They could have, I don't, they really didn't have anything else other than right. Will, Wilson Pickett's in the midnight hour, which you could have stuck on there, but I, I wouldn't have wanted that on there because it would have stuck out like a sore thumb. Like, why are you, why is there one cover amidst mm-hmm. all of these? So it wouldn't have worked. I don't think. So no. there you go. Number one, 1984. Oh, okay. Well, Eric, you did invoke the name, so I have to play it. Oh. Oh, I'm going to play the good one. Don't do it. Oh, thank you. Oh, the good one. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think we're done with the other one. Unfortunately, Scott Monroe put in all caps in the chat. Play it. Like, I'm not playing that, beautiful girls. I'll play this one, though, any day of the week. So Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well, all right. Right. we might get some more. That song. I shouldn't play too much of it. We might get some more yeah, top sixes <laughs> after this episode. But uh, yeah, man, I just I wanted, to, wanted to jump on and... Uh, get into that i thought that was fun and it's just i mean that's the thing with with the news desk is we it's it's a quick short and sweet thing you can't even call it an article it's just boom pop it up there just some sometimes that short and sweet stuff is is you know people just love those those lists oh and they, like our, our polls every week we we put the poll out right to, to see how everyone's going to vote on that the, the track we just covered and they're they're you know very popular and we had a poll from blood and fire uh mark should we talk about that for a hot minute yeah well, we can. Uh, I'm just going to assume it's just everyone telling me how wrong and incorrect I am. But uh, I don't know. Let's give it a let's give it a whirl here. Uh, All right. Well, well the, I... it, it was an astounding 81.6% uh, what dreams are made of versus uh, myself and the 18.4% the dream is over. So uh, if that gives you any indication about uh, where the voting was going to go uh, and where <laughs> where my my position is firmly placed. Um, but look, it was just a it just barely didn't make it. But uh, I don't know. They, they're not all uh, they're not all winners for me. And you know, in this given still, moment, it, it's the uh, second highest rated track off of a different kind of truth uh, on our Twitter. Unreal. polls. Number one was uh, Stay Frosty. Well, oh really? percent. Yeah. Did you do these? Woman Who made yeah, these spreadsheets? I need to know. Well, uh, this one was Scott Haskin. I think did this one up for us. Oh yeah, these Haskin did our, that one. <laughs> yeah, somebody's. I was like, who? Which one of you is the spreadsheet person? <laughs> oh, it's not me. It's not me. I just didn't put the numbers, but yeah, she's the woman. Was number three on that album. And you did do. She's the woman was number three. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So evidently yeah. there's something people are hearing uh, in this album that I'm not, but it's fine. Wow. You haven't done as is yet. Nope. No, not oh, yet. Oh, man. That's, that's killer. Yeah. That's a banger. <laughs> Bullet heads. Uh, but we do have, uh, we, we do have quite a bit of people talking on this. And uh, I, if you want your uh, guaranteed tweet read on the show, you know what you got to do. You got to head over to our Patreon, man. We got a Patreon. Check it out. Find a tier that's right for you. I guarantee you something will catch your eye. And if it's not there, let us know. We'll make it happen. Uh, just a shout out to our patrons, Matt Lacoste, Nate from the Deep Purple Podcast, Rave Flave, our buddy Josh, Greg Zito, Michael Griffith, Chaz Charles, uh, Sean McGinnity, Kevin Brown, lurking in the chat, uh, Perliniker, Scott Monroe, Ryan Powell, and Jeff Brewer. Thank you guys so much. Uh, I think that was everybody. But uh, so let's go through the tweets 
from our patrons, Sean. Oh, we got Gage a new one. Fast Sorry, Pod- we, we got a brand oh, new oh, one. I better not forget him. Yeah, Ben Uh-oh. Andriozzi uh, signed up here just recently, so we should say a big thank you to him and hello and welcome, welcome to the show. Thank you, Ben. Uh, if you're uh, if you're tw- if you tweeted, uh, I hope I do not miss it. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> starting with Sean McGinnity, he said, "I enjoyed it and it has enough in it to make to make it fun, but I'm less likely to come back to it. But I also can't find enough in it to fault it." So it gets a thumbs up from me. So there you go. Uh, Sean McGinnity right away. He's like, nope, can't downvote it. I respect it. Mike Griffith, he says, I was a week late with my manifestation. I love this track. And like I said on the You're No Good episode, this should have been the first single. I got. I get the criticism on the mixing front, but the mixing on this album is way better than 3, OU812, and 5150. Um, would you agree with that sentiment? I, I, I kind of like the sound of 5150, but OU812, definitely. All right, fair enough. All right. So from the Deep Purple podcast, that'd be Nate says, I thought it was an enjoyable track. Band members returning is always tricky, but after the hiatus, I feel like this delivers on what the Dave era has. Impossible to fulfill those expectations, but I thought this was a good track. Um, so again, more uh, more high fives and, and positive vibes here. I'm not seeing a lot of uh nah uh oh <laughs> ask it and you shall receive from rava flave he says i don't know it just doesn't do it for me thank oh. you <laughs> thank you thank you for being kind of sort of on my side rava yeah. Flave. yeah there was a lot that it did, didn't work for me as well and that is you know hence the down vote so thank you rava flave for uh for helping me out on that so uh, moving on here, Scott Everett says, one of my favorites from a different kind of truth. I don't freak out like the wannabe sound engineers that get so lost in the mix. This is a song to the fans with, look at all the people here tonight being a tour reference. Maybe some things are lost on those that never had that experience. Maybe. Uh, yeah, there he goes with that. I thought he was doing a little mini festo, but not so much. So, all right, moving on. Chaz Mataz. Oh, Chaz says, uh, down votes cause cancer. Stop the madness. <laughs> Say it like you mean it. One of Dave's most sincere passages in the whole catalog. I mean, down votes causing there. cancer. I think that's a little extreme. No point in Damn, intended. someone call the uh, doctor, bro. As if that wasn't enough, Chaz goes on to say, Dave's whispered section, say it like you mean it. My gut tells me that whole section was aimed at Ed, uh, tapping into years of harboring real spite. But the overall theme is, we did it one more time, boys. It warms my heart every time I hear it. Um, Eric, you're on, the, you're on the show. You're our resident expert. Uh, would you say, uh, or do you have it on good authority that that line is directed at Ed specifically? No, that's that's ba- that's basically Dave saying, after all these years, mm. you know, I, I, I knew it was going to happen. And here here it is. That's what that line is all about. Um, it, it, it again, that's why I think it should have been the first single. It's a statement song. It's it's just mm. it would have been so perfect. But yeah, no, he's not directing that at Ed. He's he's saying that to the fans, the fans who've been wanting him back for a long time for a long time long time i mean yeah c- clearly because people were were just i guess sick of uh the hagar era and uh definitely were not uh into 
whatever happened on Van Halen three. And for that, I understand. And for that, apologies to Gary moving on. Scott Monroe says one of my favorites from the album, it largely captures the vibe of its demo origins. Although I wish there were some stronger harmonies in the mix. I don't, I don't disagree with you. Uh, classic Eddie Van Halen guitar work here is the main attraction. I definitely could have seen a version of this song existing on diver down. Uh, and he goes on to say, Dave's vocals are in the strike zone for this era. Lyrically, it's all about what the band has been through. A love letter to their journey and to pers uh, uh, perseverance in general. Uh, seasoned with David Lee Roth poetry. Hashtag what dreams are made of for sure. And a top tier track for this album. That's, That's bullseye right words. there. That's perfect. <laughs> there you go. You, you, Scott, you... Eric vouches, then that means Hell it's yeah. uh, a plus gold standard. So there you go. Uh, Jeff Brewer says not a down vote, but I have lots of issues starting with Dave's note on saints. <laughs> it's really not great. The lyrics are a nostalgic callback to his hammy stage uh, repartee, but kind of thin. And the title belongs on a Slayer song or a, a game of Thrones episode, not mm. this tepid tune, a tepid tune. He calls it. Um, <laughs> I get what he I get what he's saying on that. Uh, I don't know if I would use the word tepid. Fine word tepid, uh, but not what I would uh, not what I would call it. But anyway, uh, and then uh, Matt Lacoste says Ross victory dance. Say no more. Hashtag what dreams are made of. So so yes, the uh, the real winner of this poll is David Lee Roth yeah, because of course it is Diamond Dave <laughs> and Diamond Dave. Yeah, diamonds are forever. <laughs> Uh, but not his vocal ability. Anyway, so. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh, hey. <laughs> and he loves hanging. It had to be set. If he's going to keep, look, if he is going to keep re-recording no, old songs poorly and then giving us weird dancing videos for no damn reason at all, then it has something. Traumatizing us with set. his moves. <laughs> and hanging out with yeah, dog like, statues. You know, yeah, I don't need that. Trying to feed it a cheeseburger. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I got, I got enough of that. I don't need, I don't need David Lee Roth causing more in my adult years. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, so there you go. All right, those are the tweets. Thank you guys so much. Again, you want your tweet guaranteed right on the show? Join the Patreon. It'll be a fun time. It'll be fun for us and fun for Corey. He loves podcasting. Hey, Corey, should we do our other favorite thing before we get into the actual spinning of the wheel? You mean manifest? That's right. I just wanted to hear you say it. Corey well, I got to sneak out, guys. I'm so, let me let you go before you do that. 
Oh, you got to manifest a song before you go, though. Let me manifest a song, song before, before I go. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my, my agent's tapping me on the shoulder. I got to go. Okay. Uh, I, I'm going to, let's see, manifest. Um, let's do, you know what? Let's manifest as is. There Perfect. As is. as is. There you go. Going back to it. So, well, Eric, thank you so much for uh, popping right, in, giving us uh, a top six, and uh, always a pleasure. Come back anytime. Hell yeah, man. I listen every week. Faithful listener. Yeah. Thank All right, you, guys. Sir. We love it. Take it easy. Appreciate you, man. Take it easy, guys. Chelsea, so, goodbye. Wherever got... you are. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, there's so much thunder right now. I'm like, <laughs> it's not Hopefully even Kelsey's Thor's power day. stays on. Go home, Thor. You're yeah. drunk. No, for real. No, it just started. So this is what just happened. It just started storming, and I'm like panicking, trying to remember if I shut my windows or not. <laughs> I'm like, oh, jeez. Well, I mean, at this point, like, <laughs> whatever. So, but yeah. I'm sure if I didn't close it, my dad did. So let's just pray on that. Everyone manifest that for me that I don't there go outside you go. and you find go. Man- yeah, Manifest <laughs> closed windows and closed doors during a storm. Absolutely. And that my car um, is okay. <laughs> I hear that. So, uh, all right, we've got one manifestation from as is. What did, uh, what did the Discord manifest this week, Corey? All right, we got a few in there. Uh, let's take a look here. Uh, go to manifestations, and we have summer nights from uh, Scott Monroe. That's a great one, although it's yeah. stormy nights uh, in Kelsey's neck of the woods. Right I know, now, lame. <laughs> uh, Jeff Brewer was here, dance the night away. I've been trying to manifest that one since Hell, I think yeah. show three, so I'd be down yeah. for that one. And uh, Kevin Brown, agent of chaos, says spanked. He wants to hear that from more unlawful. So we'll see if that comes up tonight. <laughs> I want him. I want to do that on a live show, though. I'm I'm hoping we save yeah, that I do for too. a live show. <laughs> Let's hope. But the wheel is fickle sometimes. But uh, who knows? Sometimes we can call a shot. So, uh, Kelsey, uh, being that you're manifesting closed doors and, uh, you know, dry cars, uh, what about Van Halen? What do you want to manifest for being on the show tonight? Well, it's funny um, that the first one that you said was Summer Nights because I saw that on the list, and that's one of my favorite. Like, I could put that in my top ten probably of Van Halen songs. So I would love to hear that one. If not that one, oh, okay. anything from For Unlawful, I would love to hear. I always love reviewing those songs. Preaching to the choir, yes, that would be great. But uh, Summer Nights, we'll say we'll say it's a Summer Nights, and uh, uh, you know, close second, a fuck album song. Great stuff. Corey, how about yourself, man? What do you want to bring to the table tonight? You know what? I, I kind of enjoyed hearing that OU812 made a couple of our uh, uh, six packs here tonight. So I'm going to go back to OU812 and a little black and blue. That's what I'm hoping to spin here. Ooh, I love that song. That one's been, uh, requested quite a bit. Yeah. So it would uh, I think it would be a good, good time. Yeah. Good time to do that. So. I, on the other hand, am going to uh, manifest light up the sky. Oh, very nice. And I want to do just, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the the conversation about Van Halen 2 and where I put it in my placement and yours um, just really got me thinking about it. So, yeah, I was like, I'd like to hit up light up the the sky. I think that would be uh, something fun to talk about. So there you go. And uh, on a, a sort of a proxy vote for uh, manifestation of Amsterdam from another person off screen. So just got to throw that in there. So, Is she ready to said, go if we Corey, spin it? Is she ready to go if we spin it? I warned her. Okay. Hey, I warned her and she, she made the joke. So if it happens, be prepared for a new guest. 
All right. Sounds good. Well, since we were talking uh, Van Halen six pack, let's shuffle the wheel six times here tonight. One, two, three, four, five, six. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Well, we're going to get 5150. And it's going to be get up. Get up. All right. Look how close to spanked it was. Damn. It was or so big close. bad bill. Oh my god. We, yeah. we had a we had a shit sandwich. We had spanked on one side and big bad bill on the other. That would have been something. <laughs> I would have loved to do the dream is over though. That would oh, have me been too. a great I love that song. Dream. Yeah. But alas, we go to the 5150 realm, another Van Hagar era. Not mad about it. Uh Kelsey, you got any uh before, without showing your hand or talking too much about it, uh, do you have any fond memories or anecdotes that have to do with uh, Get Up from uh, 5150? Honestly, not really. There's so many other good tracks on this album that I haven't listened to this one as much as I've listened to the other ones, but it's on my it's on my list, for like my playlist for sure. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, how about yourself there, Corey? Yeah, this is one that uh, when I'm listening to 5150, this th- this never was one that kind of stood out to me. You know, it's mm-hmm. obviously it's sandwiched between "Why Can't This Be Love and Dreams," uh, which is you know a tough place mm-hmm. for that song. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so it's been a while since I heard it. I don't want to tip my hand uh, in any certain direction, but I'm, I'm really looking forward to this one. How about you, Mark? Same. It's it's been a while. I've definitely heard it. Definitely jammed uh, 5150 on several occasions. But this one's it's been a while. And again, I'm listening with the analytical ear this time around. You know, now that we're doing this show, so I don't know how I'm going to think about it. All right. Well, let's just get right into it and take you all the way back to uh, the first album with Mr. Sammy Hagar. This is Get Up from 5150. Oh man, not to cut it off right there, but that that intro just makes me think uh, the producer was telling Eddie, it put more stank on it. It's not stanky <laughs> enough. Like, oh yeah, because yeah? it sounds like he's taking his whammy bar and he's just got it all he's fucking... the way on the <laughs> just on the other side holding of the, his of guitar the body by it. of the guitar. Yep. Yeah, he's just like, is that stanky enough for you? Just just <laughs> pounding on it and like, yeah, perfect. And then Alex comes in with that drum fill, and oh man, that's good stuff. Nice, clean double bass, too, from Alex Van Halen. Love that on the intro. Yeah. Kelsey, what did you think? Oh, my gosh. Every time I hear, like, a intro where it's, like, just Ed, I, like, I'm in heaven. I'm like, oh, this sounds so good. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. Like, when it came on, I don't know if you watched it, but I literally shut my eyes. I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. I love, and his tone, on like, the, his tone on this album is so good too so it sounds always good so like i'm all yeah it's good i talked about this being sandwiched between why can't this be love and dreams but with an intro like that that's the perfect perfect one to slide right in there right you're coming to stand out yeah yeah
sounds like they wrote this with Dave. Doesn't it sound like that to you? Like it sounds very um stranger in the rear view me of this trouble on the wind like that's what it sounds like it should be like the, i don't know like it's like it's that it's that like fast drumming and it sounds like the way that he's singing is like he's like talk singing like david does yeah i i could see that i know lyrically this fits more sammy because sammy was a fighter right so oh right but um, i mean like yeah. the way that the he rides yeah. the music sounds just yeah. like david Totally. I, I could absolutely see that. I just kind of dug that. It was Sammy talking about fighting. They're out to knock you out, <laughs> put you down for the count. Watch left, watch the right. Yeah. I just Dang. saw Creed three. So that, that fits right in. <laughs> nice. Good stuff to me. Um, well, just uh, kind of utilizing what, what you were uh, talking about, Kelsey, it's, it's that swing. It's that kind mm -hmm. of old, like a uh, rock and roll Van Halen swing that they mm -hmm. do so well uh they do it a lot uh and when they but they do it a lot because it works and it just oh, yeah. puts you just in that, that good like party rock mood that van halen mood i don't understand how you listen to this even just the opening right here and you're still bummed out that it's not david lee roth you're still bummed out you're listening are you not listening like listen to this. No, this no, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. I just like it sounds like they did. Like it just sounds like this is like a song. Oh no, no, no. I, I wasn't calling you out directly. I was talking to uh, the proverbial like uh, I know like, what you mean. audience who are just like, there you go. Just oh, they're not like, like wow, this know. is this shit, shit sucks because Sammy's on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just yeah. like oh, I feel that way with all of Sammy. Right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Everyone so like gives gives Sammy such shit just because he wasn't Sammy. in the band. Well, like yeah, I no, always, he's Sammy Hagar. Yeah, and I always say like. Well, and I think I, I think it shows contrast, especially sandwiched between why can't this be love and dreams that is totally not David, David Van Halen yeah, yeah. at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like no, this, he, I yeah. feel like totally is like he can't do that. <laughs> no, that's exactly. So I'm like, this sounds like such a like such a different. You're like, oh, this kind of sounds like old old Van Halen or the Van Halen before this. And then but yeah, yeah I, I agree yeah. with you on that, because people are like, oh, like sammy wasn't real van halen and i'm like you're missing out on so much of eddie's pro progress and his playing and his tone and alex's and Correct. michael's i'm like because because uh, there's a different person singing come on dude yeah. there's so much good music but to listen to those look those those roth uh, diehards are just so stubborn but they're out there there's even to this day they still exist and i just sure. again I, I i speak out to the mass audience how can you listen to mm -hmm. this particular track even just this short bit and still be like well it's, it's still not, not real van halen because it's not dave <laughs> like shut up are you get out of here look anyway. how many people in in their uh, six packs just put van halen one all the way through 1984 as the top six right and just i know discounted everything that like came after guys, grow up you guys branch out listen to some other stuff yeah. Uh, Josh in the chat had an interesting comment because it's actually something I thought of listening to that intro that the whammy bar works sounds like Ed's playing slide. I thought he was playing slide there for a minute. Yeah. I mean, he he might have utilized uh, like, in, like an actual slide. It's probably in there, uh, but he's definitely making the whammy bar his bit. Has he done that before? Have you ever yeah, heard he of slide? He never like did a, a ton of slide. There was a that's why I'm songs. thinking. Have you ever heard a slide yeah. in one of their songs? Because I could not tell you one right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think there All might have been one for a warning. I tell you, actually. but I'm, yeah, they, I, there's, there's a few. Yeah, but definitely rare, but I could just see him in, in like the studio with like a beer bottle 
using that as a slide on the neck, right? And then taking the whammy bar. That's probably more accurate. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Cigarette yeah. hanging out of his mouth, right? Looking super cool. Yes. Yeah. Um, to update everyone, my windows were up. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> my mom went outside to check and she was like, Excellent. they were all up. I was like, all let's right. go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We can relax and get back in it. Help me out, Mark. That that sounds like slide. Is is that all whammy bar there? Like it was so tight. That does, to be a no, bar. that's that that is the the whammy bar is uh you know when the guitar makes that and then comes back up. You know like those Aww. dive bombs like he the utilizes those DOA uh, intro the whammy bar type shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, But no, what yeah, what you're hearing on this, yeah, that's a that's slide work. Okay, uh, and uh, the 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 guys are talking in the chat about the trans trim. Is that a, a tremolo uh, that he's using on this? I believe so. I'm not a complete gearhead, but I think that's correct. Uh, Jeff just pointed out that the uh, trans trim is pretty cool. Uh, he likes how it was used on summer nights a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. I'm not a big guitar dude, so I didn't know what that meant. <laughs> All right, let's get back to her. <laughs> Come on, man. I love their harmonies. Making it work. It's <laughs> making it work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love what, like, I know we we're pointing out the guitars quite a bit, but listen to what Alex Van fucking Halen is doing on this track. Oh, my like, God. I was oh. just thinking the same thing. Like, like he's barely stopped. Like They said, this is Alex's song. Right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is Alex's song. Oh, and Jeff says uh, he used a slide in Dirty Movies and Intruder, so I knew there was one from Fair Warning on there. Aha, yes. Oh, Dirty Movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah duh. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you. I love when Eddie like jumps in after the vocalist and does those little taps. He does that in a few songs. I know I've heard it before. So I love when he just like, he's pulling back a little bit to let Sammy do his thing. Cause Sammy's obviously going off right here. He sounds great. Yeah. And, but Eddie's just kind of like, I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Like a call and response. You mm -hmm. know? Yeah. 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 Like they're gives, playing off. Gives, each other. Uh, uh, yeah. 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 Sam, Sammy's just, rolling with that line and then uh just right when he's done eddie's gonna like it's kind of like a an echo uh mm -hmm. in a way but it's not like a direct echo obviously because he's not playing uh mm -hmm. the melody, melody yeah. but yeah 
it's yeah it's like a call and response it's very he does do that quite a bit it's very cool because it's mm-hmm. creative and it's 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 it and he's got the ear like, for it yeah and it makes me feel like the band is just incredibly engaged in the moment and mm-hmm. uh that's not you want that you need to have the musical chemistry that's what makes a band you know stay together <laughs> It's right. playful. It, it, it's fun. And he did it with all three singers, which I thought was cool. Uh, Jeff Brewer has a correction for us in the chat. It's not a slide. The trans strand works like a movable capo. When he uses the bar, each of the strings oh. stay in tune with each other. Interesting. Huh. Well, there you go. So on this song, he's not using the slide, but the other one uh, was. Yeah. Uh, according to Jeff, that's not a slide on this. It's the uh, trans trim working like a movable capo. So. Cool. I'm assuming that means something to Mark. The capo? Trans trim? trim. Is that what the is that what it was? Uh yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> like that one that one just went like out of my brain entirely. Let me look it up. Hold on. I'll take I'll take your word for it. <laughs> Jeff knows his stuff. Yeah, he knows his stuff. So. Thank God oh, we got yeah, Jeff. Yeah, so I'm not yeah. gonna argue with you, Jeff because uh, Eddie recorded this on, a, on a, a Steinberger. And so Josh pointed out that he always wanted to transcribe, oh. but he couldn't afford a Steinberger at the time. So that, is that something that's kind of uh, standard with those guitars? It must be because I've, I've never actually played on one of those because again, they're expensive and I don't, I don't touch the instruments if they reach a certain. One of these motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> little thing. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it it must be uh, it, it must be something in particular in the pickup system that uh, gives it its tone, its its precision. So yeah, okay, I could, I, I believe all that. That's awesome. Thanks to all the guitar uh, gear uh, heads in the uh, chat here uh, correcting yeah. us here. Again, I, I'm not I have no fun. I just like playing. <laughs> no, yeah, me either. <laughs> I'm like they're just pretty. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's keep going. All right, before we get into that, uh, Scott Monroe in the chat wanted to point out Mikey's a hero on the chorus. Uh, th- that's really what's yeah, really said from this track. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, he is howling for the moon. Dear God, like Ooh. it's so fucking cool. <laughs> that was good. Just that like was a, really good. It's like a it's like a train uh, was about to collide with another train, but then time reversed itself, and then it <laughs> went back forward, and then and then it, and then it and then it crashed. But the crash was uh, was like a beautiful melancholic sort of not melancholic, but it was just, a, it was a beautiful crash is what mm-hmm. it was. I don't, if that makes really any pretty. sense whatsoever, because like, I, that's, that's chaos is what I just heard. Exactly. Beautiful, beautiful chaos between the Van Halen brothers. And to your point at the beginning of the song, I don't understand how the DLR apologists listen to this and say, that's crap. 
that's not Van Halen. Yeah. Are you, or they oh just, just dismiss it entirely because like, I don't, I'm willing to make a wager that most of them didn't even listen to this album. Or if they did, maybe they listened to like one single and then just like, whatever, not interested. Like, yep. bro, bro, just, just, just listen to it. Listen to all of it. Give it a fair assessment. And then, and then you can comment. Yeah, they heard "Why Can't This Be Love" and you know took the CD out or lifted it yeah. off the record. Yeah, they didn't get that far. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ugh, so stupid. Sammy sounds really good. He really does. I love the way Sammy sounds. Like, I know people don't like, he is a very ballad heavy type of guy, but like when he's doing this mm. stuff too, like he's still, even those like quick, like high notes, vibrato, like he still does it. He sounds like, cause I know like we, like we said, we talk about all the guitars and I mean, we've talked about Ed and Alex and Michael here, but I think Sammy sounds so good. Oh, could not agree more. Like this is such a great yeah. album for him. Like, and then you have mm-hmm. dreams right after this where he's mm-hmm. really pushing it, but he's not overpowering the music. Uh, lyrically, it's really cool. He's singing it cool. Mm-hmm. Some of the best screams on the album are in this song. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's absolutely yep. killing it. Couldn't agree more. Yeah, I got nothing to add to that because <laughs> yes, all of those things. <laughs> Sorry, Mark. Just as a vocal uh, aside here, um, it's it's one thing to uh, scream. It's another to do a scream that actually, um, you know, fits the key of the mm-hmm. song that you're mm-hmm. singing. And if, you, and if you're really good, uh, screaming on pitch is very different. As someone who uh, screams at people quite a lot these days on stage, it's really hard mm-hmm. to do that. Like it, it's hard to scream on pitch and like the precise pitch that he wanted to hit. I like this sound. I don't know if it was 100% purposeful, but the way Sammy does it and just, just kind of comes out of him uh, sound. It seems like it's effortless. Maybe there's editing involved. I don't know. All I know is that it sounds like that's exactly how he wanted to scream it. That's exactly mm-hmm. the note he was going for. If if he told you straight up, yes, what I did here was 100% uh, purposeful. Like There was no accident. I, I believe it. I would absolutely believe it. It's hard to do that. And that is just the testament of a very uh, in tune with their own instrument vocalist, man. Because it's like, mm-hmm. I, ugh. you guys know I'm a Sammy fan, but geez, that guy, he was so damn good. His vocal control is insane. It's yeah. Awesome. Was fifty one fifty on all of our uh, Van Halen top sixes? I know it was on mine. It was on mine. I was it on mine. Oh no! It just it 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 was not actually. Uh, oh, but again, really? I said my list is is probably going to be like ever changing throughout right. the years. And by the by the time we're done with the show, uh, or at least done with this iteration, guarantee you my top six changes. <laughs> 
All right, we got 39 seconds left. Let's finish off. Get up. Do it. doesn't bring the storm they are the are the fucking storm crazy stuff that there you go there's get up from 5150 and again uh and and maybe we have listeners that just never gave 5150 a shot just because they just didn't think about it It it's like oh it's not the roth era so i don't even know if i want to listen to it like well i really hope you're tuning into our show and i hope you tuned into this track and perhaps that will change your mind and if it didn't I don't know what to tell you. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, and so with that being said, I think it's, uh, I, I think I have a pretty good guess, but I'm just going to do go through the notions. Anyway, we're going to vote. We're going to vote on how we felt about the song. Uh, Kelsey, you're our honored guest for the evening. So dare I ask, would you say get up is what dreams are made of, or are you just kind of meh? Um, I, I was just listening to that tail end that just the get up and make it work. Like, I'm like, I could totally hear David singing this like for real. Like, but I think, I think this, like looking through or thinking about the way the album flows, I think this is like, it stands out, but in a good way, like, you're like, Oh, this is these, the, still the same Van Halen I've been listening to for the past, however many years, you know? Mm -hmm. So um, that's why I think it's, it's, it still showcases raw Van Halen with a, um, with a different singer, but they're still showing like, Hey, still us, you know, we're still here. So that's why I say yes. A perfectly, uh, a reasonable, uh, sentiment behind that and definitely truth like, Hey, yes, we are still the Van Halen you see. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, you, you can't convince people, uh, unless they actually listen to it. So, Mm-mm. uh, Corey, you've listened to this song. So now I have to ask you, is it what dreams are made of, or did get up, just bring you down? So at the top of the show, I had to try and play it cool. Like, Oh yeah, you know don't know this one too well and all that this is one of my favorite fucking songs on 5150 and uh it's definitely top three you know i I love dreams and i love best of both worlds Uh, this is right up there with both of those i fucking love this track and everything about it and if my wife didn't have to work tomorrow morning i'd be heading downstairs to my drum kit after we're done recording and trying to play this because it's just so much fun to play on the drum it's amazing absolutely love this track so what dreams are made of for me uh mark meyer um Boy, I'm hovering uh, over the dream is over because you surprised me last week. Let's see what you're going to call this week. Uh, is this what dreams are made of? Or are you, is this is the dream over once more for Mark Kamire?
First of all, I just want to point out that uh, Corey did leg day, and then he's talking about wanting to play this on drums. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That's how good it is. Jobs never stops. The work is never done, is it, sir? (laughs) I don't know if I'd make it through the song, but I would start it. (laughs) (laughs) But you would try, and it's it's the effort that counts. So uh, listen, man, what do you want me to say? What do you want me to say about this song? I, I, I think I showed my hand in the first uh, 20 seconds of the song. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember this one. Uh, I'm going to really enjoy this. Um, it has everything that you I, I know. I say this a lot about a lot of songs, but Van Halen is just consistent when they give you the proper formula of Van Halen. It's why they were so successful. It's why you keep tuning into them. You keep spinning the records because when they really nail it, uh, performing a song, they nail it and they do it the best way they can do it. And it's just, it's the Van Halen way. This song is absolutely the Van Halen way. Could you, could, do you, do you even think remotely? I, I say this out to out there to the cosmos, the ether. Do you think David Lee Roth could remotely sing the way Sammy Hagar sings on this song? Do you think Dave could keep up with this song? I know you're probably thinking uh, he did in hot for teacher or he did in uh, these other songs. Like, no, 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 no. Talking about this one. Talking about get up. You think Dave could keep up with that? No, I don't think he could. Um, and uh, if he if he wants to re-record uh, with his own vocals on this particular track, I say go for it. I would be really look forward to hearing what that sounds like. But any nevertheless, I'm not here to uh, insult Dave. I'm just here to say. You guys, Sammy Hagar's the fucking man, okay? And this is just one shining example. Also, though, not to be in, in, in no small uh, last, but certainly not least, Michael Anthony is the unsung hero, which is on, uh, ironic because he's singing his ass off in this particular track for background vocals. You need a Michael Anthony. Every great band needs a Michael Anthony. I'll, I'm just going to go ahead and say it, so... Uh, there you go. I, I've got nothing else to add because this is just a great track. And I don't understand if you're a Van Halen fan, why you would not enjoy get up. It has the Van Halen swing, the rock and swagger. Everybody is just on point. It's great. It's what dreams are made of. There you go. Full sweep. Put a period on that stamp it, send it out, but we can't because Corey likes to do this thing where he makes me play a game that I'm not good at. Oh, <laughs> That's right. It's time to play. How many times did Van Halen perform Get Up? So we're going to start with uh, Kelsey because everybody loves Kelsey and she's bound to beat Mark at this game. Kelsey, how many times do you think? (laughs) I'm trying to think. I'm like trying to do the math in my head real quick. Oh, my gosh. How many times do you think Van Halen performed Get Up? I'm going to say like, let's go like 400 times. 400 times. All right. That's a nice big number. Mark Kamire, remember, price is right rules. You have to get closest to the actual number without going over. How many times do you think Van Halen performed Get Up? Well, if I'm in the band, we're playing this shit every freaking time. That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, it's on the set list every (laughs) night, 30 dates. (laughs) But I got to say, this this just seems like the kind of track that they absolutely would not play every show. That's true. Um, yeah. Certainly, certainly not when, uh, when Dave came back to the band. So there you go. You cut, you cut a lot of that out. Um, I'm going to say they probably played this song, a healthy number of 180 times. Here you go. 180. Well, you both went over the correct number is 112 times. Hmm. Oh, 
Yeah. And guess what? They were all in the same year. They only performed this song in 1986. Yeah, I bet Sammy was like, not again. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Alex I mean, was like, not again. Maybe Alex too. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's maybe so it was Alex and Eddie. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, the rhythm of it is so difficult. I can imagine putting that in a set list and playing it every night is hard, you know. It's a heavy song. It's a hard song. It is. I'm looking yeah, maybe at Sam a, a was just like, yeah, I'm gonna have to stop it. And Michael Anthony's like, oh, thank God. Yeah, no, just, exactly. Here's how these shows started when they played it. Uh, you really got me was the opener, then there's only one way to rock, and then summer nights, and then get up into the drum solo. They put there was only one way to rock in their cellist. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. I bet it went hard. I'm not going to lie, but that just surprises me. That's even on the uh, live that right here, right up, now. Yeah. Double up. They just put out. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Nice. That, that's a, a bold choice of songs to put one after another, but Hey, you know, you're, you're Van Halen. You go, you go for it, but maybe that's what tired them out. I don't know. And they just decided, yeah, we can cut this one. Yeah. <laughs> Wish they hadn't though. But well, imagine, yeah, get up into the drum solo, and then uh, at least they gave yeah. Sammy. Sammy gets a break during the drum solo, then he goes right into dreams. <laughs> that's what that is. is. Not there, you go. We figured it out. It was, yeah, that's it was what because, that is. Uh, the, yeah, it was the back to back because it, was it snowed every night. Solo. <laughs> yeah, and then Alex was just like, Look, I this is my band, and I'm saying no, yeah, <laughs> we're yeah. not doing that anymore. Yeah, and they're like, All that's right, all right cool. that's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, but only played during 5150. And uh, Scott Monroe says this song better get up over 90%. Um, we haven't hit 90% Look. on any song on this album, though. Uh, Why Can't This Be Love is the top vote getter, 87.9%, followed closely by 5150 and then Best of Both Worlds. So I could see getting get up being in those mid-80s again, like 85, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. If if fifty one fifty and why can't this be love couldn't crack ninety percent, there's no chance get ups cracking ninety. I wish I wish, and yeah. like maybe we'll get an absurd amount of voters, but I just don't see it happening because I mean look look at the stats, it's right there. I just for whatever reason, you guys are just not big on fifty one fifty like you would think, and I which is so crazy to me. I know how is dreams it's a seventy eight percent. Like dreams is such a great fucking tune. Seventy eight percent. It like it breaks my heart. Like I'm like I because like it's just Van Halen. Just like I mean, yeah, it changed. It changed so much as a band. But like Eddie's mm-hmm. still there. Like ninety five for the the percent. I get well. I guess what is it? Seventy five percent of the band is still there. <laughs> mm-hmm. The yep. flavor's still there. The formula yeah. still works. It's all. It's all. The Van Halens just... are still in Van Halen. <laughs> yeah, you know. This, you know, you got, uh, yeah, you're subbing one eccentric singer for uh, a lesser so, but that lesser so eccentricity uh, is made up for in the raw, pure talent of his vocal ability. So, and we can, and look, we can say what we want about his lyrical ability versus Dave's and, you know, we'll cross that bridge when we once again come to it, I'm sure, but nevertheless i just i i don't i just still don't see why people are so down on van halen just because of a new singer because it i i, I personally think it improved but that's just me and uh you guys know how i roll with that but nevertheless tonight the night belongs to sammy hagar and it belongs to all of us because we got to listen to a good rocking van halen tune uh, and have fun doing it we all enjoy it full clean sweep and there it is so 
before we say our goodbyes, let's uh, go ahead and do the thing we need to do, which is tell you where you can find the show. You can find the show at www.podcastwillrock.com and you can find all the episodes all of our socials are on there our merch stores are on there thank you kevin brown for your contributions uh it, it seems like there will be an endless supply so uh get them while you can because it's just like there's just so many and there there it's going to be really funny if i see an army of people wearing these little inside joke shirts uh and you only know if you know I want to see that. Make my dream come true, everybody. Buy some merch. Wear your shirts around. Have people look at you funny and go like, what the hell does that even mean? You go, Mm -hmm. you got to tune in to find out. Tune in to Podcast Will Rock. Find us on Twitter at Podcast Will Rock uh, and the Podcast Will Rock on Facebook. Uh, Those are the socials that, uh, oh, the Patreon. We've got a Patreon. I've mentioned it before. I'm saying it again. Join the Patreon. We've got tiers that will work for you, I promise. And again, if we don't, let us know, and Corey and I will make it happen. Corey will not rest until the entire podcasting airwaves are his. God damn it. He wants to hold them all in the palm of his hand. He's like the the devourer of worlds, Galactus, and he's coming for all of your podcasts to devour and to gain its power so that only he remains. And the Corey Morissette podcasting universe is all there is. Speaking of, hey, Corey, uh, where can the people find us and uh, other podcasts in this amazing podcasting network we're a part of. Well, I'll tell you what, I just want to throw this out there. If you want Kelsey full-time on the show, you're going to have to pony up some dough because, uh, you know, we're, we're going to have to pay this girl for the insight she brings. Uh, I, I, and I guarantee it's not going to be cheap. So please, if you want to spend an <laughs> afternoon with Kelsey, we'll make a tear. You know, she'll just hang out with you. She'll talk Van Halen, uh, regale you with stories. Exactly. It'll be a wonderful time. Yeah. So, uh, but you can find us as part of the Deep Dive Podcast Network, which features such great shows as Backtracks Aerosmith Revisited, featuring myself and John Mariano and Scott Haskin. Backtracks Theme Music, talking all things music and movies with John Mariano. Uh, Scott Haskin is doing the, the Magician's Podcast, the Uriah Heap Show. He's almost wrapping that one up as he's pretty much covered every single thing they've ever recorded in their entire career. Uh, Nate and John at the Deep Purple Podcast, The Simple Man at Skinnered Reconsidered, Terry T-Bone Matthew at T-Bone's Prime Cuts on the other side, Rye at Sabbath Bloody Podcast, Paul Joan David at In the Lap of the Pods, Andy and Matt at Hawk Binge, Eric and Jonathan at Maiden A to Z, Daniel and Josh at Diary of the Mad Men, the Ultimate Aussie Podcast, Ben and Sam at Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers Podcast, George and Hattie at the Judas Priest Cast, Clay and Raya at North by South Podcast, Greg and Jonathan at So Far, So Pod, So What, Kevin Brown does the Tom Petty Project, and with Randy Woods, Seaside Pod Review, Quinn at and Volume for All, Sav, Nick, Steve, and Mark at the Rock Roulette Podcast, Chaz and Greg at Regarding Lulu, and of course, some of our favorite podcasts and good friends, Sean Geek and the Fast Fred Podcast, You're All Doomed, a Friday the 13th podcast, the DLR cast, the Bogus Oda Show, Pod of Thunder, the recognized symbol of excellence in rock and roll podcasting, Booked on Rock with the legendary Eric Senich, who was here earlier tonight, Dissect That Film, and Three's Company 2, a rewatch podcast. Woo! All of that, and uh, they will all be devoured by Corey one way or another <laughs> as the day comes. Look, you guys, 
we're making our way through Van Halen's catalog pretty steadily now. And uh, I mean, we're not, we're not finished yet. We still got a ways to go. We got 37 37 tracks. We got 37, but all of those will be gone in the blink of an eye. If you're not careful. And what to, what do we do then? What, how is Corey going to satiate his podcasting hunker without (laughs) another show? I'm telling you he's coming for yours. So be careful, but be prepared, but at least he's a nice guy about it. So you'll you'll enjoy having him and you'll enjoy uh being part of his network so i'm just gonna keep making jokes until it finally happens and it's like oh cmpu rules all yep (laughs) one of us so kelsey thank you so much for being on the show again uh you're you're an honorary panelist at this point uh fan favorite uh if you got anything you want to plug any socials let the people know where they can find you um the easiest way is my twitter which is kelsey van halen so that's pretty much all my stuff um but yeah no like i said it's always a blast to come on thank you for making this happen on short notice (laughs) (laughs) this is a blast and i'm so glad i like every time i come on here i'm like hoping for a song i'm super familiar with but i always get i mean i've gotten a few that i'm super familiar with but this one wasn't one that I was super familiar with. So it was really nice. I love coming on here and being able to examine tracks that I don't listen to all this, all the time, you know, that, I mean, that's the beauty of the show. And it's exactly too, you know, like Corey and I were just making our way through a a band that we enjoy, but we're rediscovering our love and we find something new every day, something more to appreciate and it's good stuff. So I always love this band more when I leave. (laughs) sorry good then 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 to me we we've done our job and we're we're continuously doing our job so hell yeah thank you so much for being part of it uh you can find me at mark the bat on twitter and instagram if you want to shout out at me and uh find out what i got going on when i'm not ranting about van halen things uh but of course i don't rant i simply have a conversation and there are luckily other people more more intelligent than i and then every once in a while uh more with the expertise than i do of this band because i am no expert i'm no historian just a simple fan Corey, just a simple fan kelsey more of an expert but still a humble fan and uh that's why we are here to talk about a band that we love because we're fans and we love it all of van halen not just one specific era remember that we are and the podcast will rock and we will rock you later imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. 
Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.